0: What's going on? Welcome to another episode of the show. Thank you for listening. Remember that you can leave a rating or a review wherever you're listening to this, and that really sort of helps other people find it and um, promotes it a bit more. So I appreciate your support doing that. On this episode, I'm really excited to talk to Chris and Nolan from the PR and Marketing Agency from the Strait, they're based out of Saint Catharines, and they do an awesome job at promoting local music, Canadian music, North American music, and also just music in general. So they are awesome, and they do a lot of really cool things. Uh, and I wanted to pick their brains on approaching marketing in an efficient way, and how you know what sort of things are important to focus on when you're putting out a new song or a record or something, and you want to get some. Traction or attention on that project I've worked with them in the past on some of my releases And I would definitely recommend them to anybody looking for support on on their next release Alright, remember that you can check out my latest series uh, The acoustic series I did with Canadian Daydream I put out three songs, just some acoustic uh, versions of them And I'm thinking that I might put some of those out for streaming So if you have any questions for this podcast You can just reach out to me on Instagram At Hunter Sheridan Music And I hope you enjoy this episode with Chris and Nolan of From the Straight Nolan from from the straight. Um, thank you guys for being on the show with me. This is awesome. Yeah, thanks for thanks having, for having us. us. Yeah, yeah. This is uh, so. Are you guys, your guys are located out in St. Catharines. Am I right about that? Yep,
1: yep.
0: And have you always yeah. good old, yeah. old St. Catharines? Did you grow up Great. out there? Have you always kind of been out that way?
1: Uh, we both were. Well, actually, well, he Nolan was born out east, but he grew up in St. Catharines. I was born and raised about two blocks from where we live right now, mm. but. Uh, both of us moved away for a good part of our adult years. So I lived in Toronto for seven or eight years and he lived in Thunder Bay for a long time. And then somehow we both moved back. Don't, we don't know why. That's funny. Nothing eh? against St. Catharines, but you know, uh, and now here we are.
0: (laughs) and i know yeah. we were just talking about uh just before we got out and started everything up i know we were just talking about bands and and stuff another big metal band i was super into was alexis on fire and i know they yeah
1: um, of course yeah, yes yeah
0: if you don't know uh, who, yeah.
1: hometown pride <laughs> yeah i
0: went i went to school with dallas actually no shit that's amazing uh,
2: yeah great school together and uh yeah it's uh I, i'm they're a band that I, I definitely hold like near and dear to my heart yeah. still to this day um just the success is amazing but the fact that like they're all still pretty nice dudes like, yeah they're normal
1: yeah yeah i mean normal successful normal which is yeah. different than normal but still not shitty people yeah. i guess you know
0: yeah. yeah that's cool that's that's always cool to see when you meet when you meet somebody that uh well it's kind of weird i guess that must be a little weird for you nolan because you know you went to school with them so it's not like yeah you didn't meet them straight off of being famous and stuff but it's so cool when you meet um people that you look up to like musically or you know they're role models for you, and they just end up being awesome people too. Yeah, yeah.
1: Then there's the opposite, which is not so fun. Yeah,
0: yeah. That's true. Yeah, that's kind of heartbreaking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And yeah. But, and yeah, pretty
2: fortunate though. And he's, how long, yeah, um,
0: how long you've been doing from the straight for it? I know that's based out in, um, and maybe you just tell us a little bit about for those who who don't know exactly what from the straight is. Maybe just do a little lowdown on what a uh, little lowdown. Yeah. Uh, well, I was just saying the
2: like, the name uh is based on the location uh the niagara river is actually a strait um and that's kind of kind of where we you know we got the idea from and uh, uh a lot of people don't seem to clue in on that you'd it, no. be amazing how many people we actually do have to explain that yeah, to. yeah. actually
1: uh, well we thought we'd have to explain it some more but we want it to be um not necessarily just bands from niagara obviously but um we wanted to sort of promote Niagara bands, but also show Niagara people some bands that they should be uh, aware of because there's so many great bands that we both love and we would go see and and nobody knows them and they're not getting the the kind of um, uh, uh, audience that they should because they're kind of under the radar. So we wanted to share some of that. So it was about four years ago, I think, that we first started. And um, it, it actually started out because separately before we started dating um we both had wanted to do um a video series where we would interview bands in in cool locations and things like that but actually talk to bands and not just like you know some of the crappy interviews that you see on tv or that you used to see on tv we wanted something a little different so that's where it started and the articles and things were kind of just filler for the website but it kind of blew up and took over and now it's i can't think of anything that we don't do now (laughs) which you know keeps us busy but
2: well i think i think even like the first interview we did was with joey landreth oh um yeah he he played cicada and um i I think i literally just i just messaged him yeah on instagram yeah and and randomly he was like yeah that would be cool i'd love to do an interview uh and it was
1: crashed by fred penner it was yes so our first interview (laughs) was joey landreth and fred penner
2: which pretty sweet
1: I mean, you can't yeah, it, go it wrong great, with that. Yeah. It was so, and like things went wrong. Our camera lady was drunk. We love her, <laughs> yeah. and it was just it was it but was. But they nuts. but they
2: both rolled with it, and it was it so was it so was so good. much fun. And we were like, well, this is this yeah. is this is something. It has some teeth. It was yeah. like you know,
1: it was hilarious. Yeah,
2: yeah, and uh, and God bless Joey for uh, for for leaning into it. Yeah, it was he great. Put,
1: he put up with us. And-
2: yeah. Um, yeah, And that was uh, I think man, we. I think we just kind of ran with that. After that, we were like, yeah. we were like well, let's do some more videos and let's try and you do, uh, let's, we really wanted to lean into the, the Niagara area bands anyway, um, because again, like like Chris was saying, there's just so much talent here. and um, That you don't even know. It's weird because there, there is a big music scene here, but it hasn't really had a light shone on it since Alexis Alex, kind of yeah. left.
1: Hmm. Yeah.
2: You know what I mean? Which is, uh, which is unfortunate because there's just so much goddamn talent here.
1: Well, there's so much talent everywhere is that's part of the problem. And um right. You know, the video stuff. We did a lot of videos with um especially Niagara artists. We did interviews and then we had our Live from the street videos where they'd play they'd play an acoustic tune in our old living room. Um, but then COVID hit and we couldn't do videos anymore, so um we did more interviews and um eventually started the podcast and leaned into PR mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh you know a kind, kind of, of all... ever
2: ever evolving project yeah. to be honest. Yeah, yeah. we
1: wanna get back to more uh interview videos again we've sort of been sussing that out a little bit but uh our podcast has kind of taken the place of that too and mm. now that we're going to have guests on there as well it'll be uh it'll be another good outlet for indie artists to have a chat mm-hmm. so
2: and an excuse for us to jib
0: jab which we we just like we talking to music with Aussie. people
1: i don't know if you can tell yeah. that. You know, if
2: you
0: as don't stop i just call it at the end it's i love it
1: <laughs> <laughs> no I think it
0: I think it's really cool too that you can you come at it from an honest place like that where you are just you know I mean every, everybody for the most part is like a fan of music but you know to be somebody who's like passionate about music and then to to then want to highlight other musicians and bands and stuff out of the area or just Canada or just in general and then you know mm-hmm. it's just kind of a cool like I don't know, honest approach to it. And it just, I don't know. I think that shows through when, uh, you know, when I was first looking for some marketing options a couple of years ago to start promoting some of my, you know, solo project stuff and your names came up super fast. And so I was like, okay, I would definitely want to work with a few different people. And I just heard great things from everyone who worked with you. And then, you know, once we started chatting, you were just easy to talk to and and made everything very straightforward on what, you know, what was going to be done and how we were working on it. So that's what I appreciate. Um, at least kind of looking at it from my perspective with what, what you guys well, that's
1: do. Lovely. That is really <laughs> lovely to hear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, essentially it's just, we're, we're music nerds, just doing some music nerd stuff and that's, that's, that's pretty much it. There's not a, a whole lot more to it than that. So.
0: And it's kind of funny. I know we could probably talk about marketing stuff the whole time, but I, I, I just kind of take a left <laughs> turn here too, because I know you are all, you're, you're both musicians as well. So um, it's cool to see that, you know, People get distracted. I mean, you can still love playing music, but I find uh, maybe it's just because I've been doing it so long. A lot of my friend group is just musicians who play all the time, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, you know, some people yeah. dip in and out of it and they're like, ah, oh, shit, I got yeah. too busy. I can't play guitar anymore or whatever. <laughs> and uh, it's just cool to see when people stick with it and, and keep playing. So what what uh, I know I saw like a little bit of a blurb on when you recorded that single was during the pandemic, too.
1: Yeah. Well, uh, well, that's when it started. So um, Nolan has been a musician for... A bajillion years was it roughly a bajillion years? <laughs> yeah, was, yeah, uh, yeah. How, How many zeros? zeros is is that? So he's got a lot of different projects, He and he's he works a lot with um, like his main band is the minimum wage. Check those out, check those out, vote, check that out. Um, but yeah, so during the pandemic, we obviously were stuck at home and uh, we would just hang out in our music room and we started recording some covers just for some from the straight material because we had no videos that we could do anything with. Mm -hmm. And then it kind of went on from there. We just kind of decided, Oh yeah, we can actually write songs together. And
2: I feel like there's always, there's always that, like, we were talking about this earlier. There's always like, there's, I find there's two kinds of musicians where you, you either, a lot of times you end up just doing covers nonstop and you don't really make that, that big, you know, jump into doing your own material. Uh, or you do, I guess you do, there are some that do both, but you kind of, I don't know. There's always that, um, can I do this? Yeah, or there's always that like gut where you're like, you know what? I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna put my own shit down. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and we'll see how it goes. And if we're, for you know, if people sometimes people never hear it, and yeah. you know, but it's something you finish. And uh, for us, I think it was just that there's just so much creativity between the two of us. And like, and I think fun. I think we both kind of have we well, want to have fun. Yeah, yeah. Both have like a little bit of ADHD. And it was like, <laughs> you know, yeah. let's let's there's a million things. What can we do? Let's narrow it down. <laughs> All right, a song. Let's do it. Yeah. And then yeah, I think it just kind of took shape, and I was. I remember uh, when we first started jamming it out, I was like, this is pretty goddamn good. Like, (laughs) I think this is something we should actually record.
1: Well, we literally wrote a a lot of songs, like, or half-assed wrote them. Um, And then I don't know why we decided on that one first. And then we recorded it here in our basement. And
2: uh... yeah, we ended up uh, that we got that. I sent it over to um, Ian Romano in uh, Dan Romano's band, played the drums or his brother, I guess, not even just in his band, his brother. Yeah. Uh, so Ian, Ian, uh, got involved cause we also do our, we do the mixing with, um, Kenny Meehan. Okay. Who is, um, he does this, he does sound for Dan and, um, the Sadies. He was the Constantine's front of house guy or back of house guy. I don't know what, I don't know what the sound is. I guess, I guess he's front of the house. <laughs> uh, yeah. And he, uh, he does it from home and, uh, we just kind of hooked up with him and, uh, yeah we're just like send it to ian and he did he's he did drums at uh, their studio camera verda i guess in welland Yeah. okay and sent it back and i was like damn man this sounds really good yeah, the drums are I went nasty. off to
1: christian Monta- montano yeah. who uh you know
2: who, who, who also yeah like that's he it's funny because christian's like he's doing so well and, and yeah. he's like the, kind of the guy right now right yeah um but it's it's funny because we were fans before that when of his band sun k yeah who yeah. are just so good
1: yeah Well, it's funny because, so, we have an article from, like, three years ago that's an interview I did with Christian.
0: No shit. uh, It was a Sun
1: Kate interview, and it didn't even, we didn't realize it. I didn't realize that it was the same person somehow. Yeah. But, so, it's funny to look back now, like, oh, you're the guy that's mastering all of our songs, but we've also... Had a little interview before.
2: We watched you open for Houndmouth. That's yeah, right. Yeah.
0: Speaking, That's of, speaking of talented dudes, that guy is a, that guy is a beast, man. Now, he's slowly right. taking over the mastering it's business. Seriously. <laughs> I
2: remember it was like all... Get in while you, well you it, can. It all used to be no Mintz, and now it's
0: like him and Christian are basically
2: splitting it up. Yeah. Carving it up.
1: Well, it's also because everybody's putting out music. Like, so many people are... are the output, as far as music goes, is absolutely insane right now, so you know anybody who was doing it before they can't handle it all so christian came in and now he's getting all the good ones and you know
2: he does well he does great work that's that's the the key like yeah i I will say and again as i continue to ramble on but he the thing i love about christian and the reason i think i'll always go to him is that um well as a musician like it's it's interesting when you I, i work with other people that mastered and you basically just get like and boom here it is yeah right and like he actually like makes notes i remember we had we the minimum wage sent him two songs and he gave us like notes very specifically on how he did how he ma- how he mastered them differently and i was like that's pretty cool like, he didn't have to do that at all yeah but he made a point to be like you know this song i felt had this vibe and I, and I really wanted to you know i don't know i don't know the jargon he uses but he he went into detail about it and i was like that's pretty cool man the fact that you you know he didn't
0: just just b- b- compress it and just yeah. be like man you're done yeah here's yeah. your master yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, leave me alone yeah, yeah, and he's he's so good with revisions too. You can come back to him, and he's done yeah. um he's done both of my albums. The album coming out, and then the one I've released. He did both of those, and now I just see him like doing stuff on you know all, you know I just always recommend them to friends and anybody looking yeah. at his yeah. stuff. And he he did a, an earlier episode of this this show, and um, he was telling me a bit of the whole process of getting his uh, uh, home studio space set up, like having a, an acoustician come in and map it all out and and, wow. uh, and get yeah. it all perfect for him. So it's crazy how much. You, you know obviously you think about it because when you record in a basement or, or in a room or something you kind of have these little things in your mind you're like i don't want to sing in that direction because i'm hearing this weird sound but the things that you yeah. <laughs> must think about is like, oh God, like yeah. rain, it's like rain yeah. man or matt damon on the. you, the you
1: have to be super um like I don't want to say anal, but yeah, you have to be anal and like
0: <laughs> yeah. very
1: yeah. specific about everything. Like everything has to be perfect.
0: The focus There's must just, be just staggering. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I couldn't I could never have that. No, that yeah. hurts
1: my brain. <laughs> <laughs> but I love it. Yeah.
0: yeah, it's it's just it's kind of an interesting niche of um of, of uh, the music it's like just as big of a part of mixing or as mixing is but as somebody who bef- you know when I was first starting out in music I didn't I was like what the? what is a master what does that even mean is yeah. it just turn the volume up or something it's like no 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 yeah you know how it was put to me
2: as uh which I always kind of explain to people is like it's like when you paint a great picture and somebody comes across with like the basically like the stain and really like makes it polish and, and pop and, and like I was like seal. oh that makes sense yeah yeah yeah, yeah exactly yeah yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, and then from there, it was like, it was kind of like, all right, well, we have this song, like how we want to present it, uh, which again goes into like, how, what we do, right? It was like, yeah. we were like, okay, well, the name, uh, it took a little bit of, it took a little bit of thought. Um, I'm a, I'm a huge, massive David Bowie fan. Uh, I have a tattoo on my arm. And uh, it was kind of like, I think we were just kind of going through lyrics. I was and, reading Bowie lyrics. Yeah, we were and was and, like, "This uh, sounds There's funny. a lyric in Diamond Dogs, which is uh, just another future song, Lonely Little Kitch. And uh, we're like, as soon as we heard it, we're like, Yikes. "That's
0: the one!" I think yeah. actually, yeah. yeah, that's where it came from. Okay, well, nice. Because yeah. you
1: want something, and again, okay, this is marketing, Chris talk, but you want something that when you Google it, it's not taken, and you want something that you can actually have the social media accounts for. Because yeah. I always get so annoyed when i see new bands that have like a really generic name that every other band has and then i can't find them on social media because their name has nothing to do with it because they couldn't find it so it's it's terrible
2: yeah can i can i jump in on one more i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna bust out (laughs) maddie leon again yeah hell yeah anytime (laughs) because i don't know if you're familiar with his other bands his other work but he was in a band and he i he He'll hear this from you ad, ad nauseum, but he—they were called the Shakedown. That's what it and was, if you yeah. Google the Shakedown, like that's goddamn impossible to. You're never going to find his band, <laughs> but if you do find it, it is so damn good. Check it out. Yes. Yes.
1: yes. yes. But
2: I, I, yeah. You, you can't it's Google it. Google like,
1: nightmare. Yeah, yeah. It's like
2: your band being, and I, you know, no offense to some of these bands, but like, there's a band called On. And I'm like, yes, how do you Google On, true. man?
0: Yeah. Yeah. You're gonna. Need, you're gonna yeah. need like 40 it's, million. It's listeners. hard. <laughs>
1: So, so we figured Lonely Little Kitsch was good because the only places that you'll find it is where people are quoting Bowie lyrics. So for the most part, it was pretty good, except for one woman who has a radio show called Lonely Little Kitsch in like Wisconsin. No, it's in Ohio. 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 Yeah. Yeah.
2: Which actually, she actually was the first person outside of our immediate circle that actually heard it because I sent it it to her. Yeah. And I thought, well, this would be kind of cool. And uh, I mean, I I didn't get the giant response I was hoping. Like, hey, this is so dope. She was like, oh, that's really good, thanks. And I was like, oh, cool, man. Oh, you sent sent her the song. Yeah, I I found her. uh, Yeah, I found her uh, her email on. uh, on the on the website for the radio station, I wish I could remember what it was yeah, now, cool. but yeah, sent it to her. And, uh, she did listen. I
0: I definitely saw the SoundCloud tick go up. And yeah. I was like, all right. I wonder, I wonder what her style of music is. Like maybe she listens to like Nora Jones exclusively or something. <laughs> she, uh,
1: Are you saying that we don't sound like Nora
0: Jones? <laughs> <laughs> maybe Vanessa Carlson. Sure, Come pretty sure. oh, pretty That's Pretty similar. That's it. That's what it is. <laughs>
1: but yeah, from that we actually we kind of uh, treated our own stuff as if we were a client. Hmm. So we it's it's technically the second release on uh, an indie label that we started. So Nolan kind of took over the logistics and admin, admin part for that and then I kind of took it uh through a regular PR campaign as I would mm-hmm. any client. Um so it, yeah, it's it's been interesting being yeah, I mean, on I this think... side of it cuz now I've been on so I've been the the website that gets the submissions from artists and PR. I've been the PR submitting to sites and playlists and everything. Now I'm the musician. on the, it's it's weird. Yeah. But I have a, a good understanding from every point now, which can only be handy.
2: Yeah. Well, then like you don't now you're at that point where you don't get like shook when you know a reviewer is like, eh, it's not for me. Yeah. Yeah. You're yeah, kind of yeah. like, all right. Yeah. yeah, all right. That's that's fine. You gotta have thick skin, but uh
1: well, I mean, I I feel like I tell this to people all the time. Don't ever take those things personally because music is so subjective. Yeah. And
0: yeah.
1: I mean, the best bands in the world have people that hate them. Yeah. So whatever.
0: Yeah, I don't know why Nick, people give Nickelback so much shit. I love Nickelback, and and uh, <laughs> I think I they feel just, like they're, yeah. they're
1: becoming the cool band now. They're circling have you around. noticed that
0: they're circling? It's coming around again. They're <laughs> Boots and Hearts. You
2: know it's, that? Oh, really? Yeah. They're, Yeah, yeah, that's crazy to me. It's it's
1: weird. But I feel like everybody now loves Nickelback. Like, now they're becoming cool. You know
2: what they are? They're like Nick Cage yeah we're like oh, remember yeah. nick cage had an upswing again we're like yeah. people are like man he's so good and you're like
1: nah, is he? <laughs> well it's kind of like the cringe factor makes it cool now because yeah. oh everyone else hates them well i like them
0: yeah i wouldn't you know? be i wouldn't be surprised if chad krueger just like unzipped a skin suit and just nick cage <laughs> <walked> out. <laughs> like, that would be you.
1: amazing yes uh, i really do hope that happens now <laughs> that would change everything
0: that's uh that is a good point though i mean being on the side of the marketing stuff and kind of like transitioning a bit into putting your own music out. You have so music. many different um, places to think about it from that yeah, point. Yeah. Right. Cause someone like me, I was just putting out songs and I was like, well, marketing, that means people will hear it. Right. But it's yeah. um, like you said, you kind of have to not think about it so much as marketing is going to get you 10 million plays on a song just because you did it you got to think about right. you know the music that you're writing and and um you know mm-hmm. it, not necessarily is it the you know the stuff that's in right now it's like you don't want to just write music that everybody else is writing that's popular you just you want to like you said before you want to have fun and you want to make sure the music yeah can, like resonates well, with that's, you yeah
2: and that's we it's funny because even in a lot of the in a lot of the pitches that we use kind of thing like even when I would send people, I, I would mention how the, the theme of the song in general is kind of like a uh, trend jumping and people that are like, they're basically trying to keep up with, you know, what's cool now. And mm-hmm. Oh, my, my, I'm going to, I'm all of a sudden going to be, I don't know. We'll say a know, jazz singer jazz. Or you're going to be like alt country. Or you're going to be, you know, metal all of a sudden you're like, but well, changing
1: you know, because you feel like that's what's popular. It's like people yeah. who just trend jump because they're trying to become big as opposed to being authentic. creating something and being themselves. Yeah. It's, frustrating so yeah that's what the song is about and that's why our video is us pretty much being losers because that's just who we are <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah
0: yeah yeah trying to polish it all up to make it look like this thing that you're not it's just not going to resonate if it doesn't resonate yeah. you know, and, and it's, it, it really doesn't yeah. yeah people see through bullshit most of i mean hopefully most of yeah. the time they do well, but,
2: you gotta,
0: yeah yeah it's funny right before i got on this um i was just kind of I was doing something on TikTok. I was trying to post something and I and I as as I opened it there was this clip of Rick Rubin that popped up like from a podcast he did with somebody and that first thing he said he was like uh he's like you just gotta just just write music for yourself that you like don't don't listen to other music and try to make that just just make a song for the audience and the audience is just you and if you like it then that's pretty dope yeah the audience will find you right I mean hopefully that's that's the hope right
1: well, that's where the marketing comes in. You market it to the, the right audience, hopefully, and uh, then you find your people
0: yeah that's
1: what it is you got to
0: find your people and like you're saying nolan about thick skin it's funny to think back on i've been putting out music for a while under different bands and stuff and i remember having this nightmare scenario where i like snuck a song on at a family party and and somebody like gave the stink eye. it was like, like the first <laughs> oh song God. i ever put out it was a little demo and they're like what the fuck and i was like oh no <laughs> now i'm gonna have that
1: nightmare
0: I'm just gonna go cry in the bathroom yeah, excuse me yeah oh, you know nine nine or so years later now i'm like you know, still, still struggle with this sometimes. I still just sit down and be like, what am I trying to do? What am I trying to just, just write music that you enjoy? And so, I mean, it's one of those things where, you know, if you do like your song and you submit it to 20 blogs and they're all like, hey, sorry, man, it's just not for me. Then you're not just like, I suck. My music's garbage. Yeah. You just be like, yeah, that's okay. I, I I learned something from this and I grew as an artist. Yeah, or a that, that is the hardest part, I think. Like, yeah. And, yeah,
2: that's and, never
1: fun. And it's, <laughs> yeah. it's
2: good because, yeah, it, you, I don't know, man. It's so... That's why we don't we don't do reviews on the site particularly either. Like we, I do
1: sometimes, but
2: not. But I, we, but it's not like we've never we've never shit on anything. You know what I mean? Yeah, like that's yeah. it's. I, I would never. i never want to discourage anybody to not make music. And I feel yeah. like that. You know, when I see a bad review, I'm always like, ah, it's just you don't have to. What if, what is it? If you don't, if you got nothing nice to say, just don't say it. At all. Yeah,
1: well, it's that's funny because cool. like from a PR standpoint, so if I'm doing PR for a band or an artist and. Sometimes the writers are mean for absolutely no reason and it's it's me that reads it. So I'm I end up with hurt feelings. Like me, yeah. no, this is a song I believe in. You can't say that about it, right? And that it it's 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 so weird because I'll be upset. <laughs> like I don't have a thick skin for clients because I'm like no, no, this is a great song. You have to write about it. Don't say bad things. Yeah. But my feelings get hurt for other people's songs. Yeah. So yeah, I could never ever discourage anything that anyone is doing unless it's, you know, homophobic and racist and misogynist. Of course, then yeah. those people yeah. they, they can piss up a little. But yeah. Yeah.
0: But yeah. Her <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. hurt, hurt feelings happen, but I think that's part of the process. It's that's just what happens when you make some kind of art, right? You put it out there and you hope people connect
0: to it yeah yeah yeah, not everybody can like it i mean that's not that's kind of impossible
1: also that wouldn't be very fun if everybody likes something that you did (laughs) all right all right leave me alone that's fine
0: yeah it's enough enough (laughs) Jesus. i find that too i find it too when you're working with uh friends or something or you're showing somebody a song it's almost nice to like make it clear what what you're trying to do like i just if i'm showing you something new it's like maybe i'm not looking for uh, criticism but maybe I am so maybe I'll just be like hey what would you do what do you think of this course or what do you think of this song in its entirety or maybe I just want to show you I've done that before where I've sent it over like a couple new songs or demos or something and I'll you know I'll send it to a friend and they'll just start going off like I think you need to cut the verse two down I'm like oh, oh I wasn't yeah. I wasn't yeah. I'm sorry I wasn't asking <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> just wanted to like Is no, it good? I totally get that. <laughs> and so but, yeah. but but other times that's a good wanna, point though you know, to tell
1: somebody what you're looking for from them instead of just leaving it open to a barrage of
2: criticism. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What? Well, sorry, go ahead, Nolan. Oh, I was just gonna say I, did, I, I did that. Um, it's so it's so weird. This is like a this always like a weird name dropping story, but it's but it's really not. I had um, I finished um, I finished a song. I think it was actually Warface. I think it was mm-hmm. one, a song I put out, and I sent it to um, I I absolutely adore uh Jason O West from the Darcys, uh buddies of mine, and I sent it to I sent it to uh, to Jason. And I, and, he, and basically that happened. He gave me a bunch of bunch of like pointers and stuff like that, and I was like. I to. I did want to be like uh it's already fucking done man. The studio, like this, I'm not going back in to re-record this. This is done. But and I was It turned out great. It, it was great. A, it's a good dude I guess. Yeah. But but yeah, I was like, "Oh, thanks man. I really appreciate all that. All that uh all that information, but uh cool. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's done. That's kind of It's, it's kind of cool though too. The Darcy's are awesome, so it's cool to just have like uh just get just bounce some notes off of other songwriters is nice yeah. too. Even if you don't take them, it's still cool to be like, "What would you do with yeah. this?" you
2: know? Yeah. And though I mean those guys have those those guys are just doing such great things right now too and yeah 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 oh yeah definitely good to have that kind of that uh that back and forth it's always it's nice too to have like yourself musician friends too that like you can bounce that from bounce that off of and not like you're not going to take it personal you know what i mean
0: like yeah you, that's what
1: we do with maddie Yeah,
0: yeah, Yeah, basically. Yeah, I was just gonna say I did that with him and um, with a song I thought was done, and then he was. I but I was you know I was asking him for some notes, and he was saying send me some demos or whatever, and I sent him a tune that uh, we. I'm actually putting it out on the next album. I just got the final mix back for it, but it was funny. I thought it was totally done, and I sent it to him. He's like, "Where's your chorus?" I was like, "I thought it was." pretty clear and he's like that's a <laughs> uh, pretty clear <laughs> so i went over there immediately i drove over to his place and i was like what could i do for a course so then we wrote a course together and and I'm now like, that's oh, on that's the song okay. but it's one of those things where i almost just like thought i hit a strike and i just like totally you know screwed it into the gutter i was like i had no idea i was like i was missing a chorus. oh shit
2: so are you in hamilton too uh,
0: i'm in guelph so i'm not too far from oh, okay yeah yeah. yeah
2: we're like it's it's funny i i keep uh i keep but Chris Christmas, I was like, I think we gotta relocate to Hamilton because, yeah. like, because Maddie lives right right next door, not to, or not next door, but very close to another buddy, Pete from uh, the Glory Sons and, and Teenage Kicks and stuff like that. Right, they're like yeah. neighbors. And I was like, man, Darling just, just Darling Congress, yeah. And I know. I was like, just, this just seems like such a such a lovely little yeah. crew
0: of people that you can a little know. music I think, neighborhood. Um, I think the Dirty Nell is in Hamilton too. They are yeah, too. Yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Hamilton's got some good, uh, good scene. I, it's funny because it, I don't know if it's just got by proxy because you're closer to it. I, I'm a bit more familiar with the Hamilton music scene, but it's cool to know that like the Niagara region and and all that has a, a booming one as well. Yeah,
2: yeah I mean, it's uh, I would say the the the, <laughs> the fan base is a little harder to crack though. Like, yeah. it's so weird. Hamilton or Niagara is uh, which we've mentioned before is like it's a. Uh, it's got like a weird inferiority complex where like people 100%. would rather see like a good example is for years uh, pup was coming here mm-hmm. and um and they they played it like Nobody. 20 people yeah. and then they'd sell out every show in Hamilton and Toronto and you're like weird. why won't people just go like why would you rather go to Hamilton than see them here in town but
1: because it's in Niagara it's yeah, so weird hmm. it's 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 a super weird space to be in but uh but that was part of it though right we we wanted to sort of make it better yeah for sure. i can't say yeah. that we did but um no, I, you know yeah. we try yeah we do our
0: best well i think that's yeah. awesome yeah that's actually kind of cool to to think about too just that you saw a place that needed a bit more recognition and, and you're like let's let's get it and i think totally i think you guys have have shed a light and you know i don't know any other pr companies out out your way in marketing agencies so i mean no
1: i don't think there are any i, I, know of, no, I don't right. know no, yeah.
2: probably not um i mean um, if yeah if they're there they're running scared
0: (laughs) (laughs) they know what's up that's right (laughs) this territory is locked down all right that's right (laughs) before i forget i wanted to ask um from your opinions what would be kind of like the most um i guess maybe lucrative thing about doing pr because you know some people will be like i want to focus all my energy on blog write-ups or or just playlists or something like do you think that there's from your angle that there's a better one to highlight or is they all kind of are important um
1: Uh, I mean, I guess if I take us as an example, um, for, I I think it's good to kind of do both. Like I, I like to concentrate on trying to get as many write-ups as possible, but the weird thing is that a lot of music sites don't do as many write-ups as they used to. It's, it can be hard to get actual reviews or, um, like full features on just one song. Mm. Um, so you know, get as many features as you can. Um, I try to concentrate on... There's, there's there's a a few handfuls, I guess, of playlists that I know are... Um, that, that do actually have a listenership, which is important. Because you can find some Spotify playlists that have, you know, 100,000 followers, but if nobody's listening, then there's no yeah. point. So it's kind of more about finding quality over quantity a lot of the time, and that's what some people kind of overlook when they're doing their own marketing and pr they just kind of do a blanket push and try to get as many links as they possibly can um yeah. but then yeah. there's also there's there's youtube playlists and soundcloud playlists a lot of people don't really pay attention to those mm-hmm. um which i don't always either because some of them are harder but it's kind of nice to have a following or listens on every streaming service that you possibly can so
2: well, it's funny because we I, I literally just talked about this with with maddie yesterday yesterday we were talking about how uh like I, we I'm pretty impressed with our Bandcamp plays and SoundCloud SoundCloud plays which are like not huge or anything like that but comparative to like the four plays I've had on like you know another song I put out you know it, the 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 number here is like pretty staggering and I'm and I'm I'm amazed to see I guess more like the I want to say the the diversity or the stretching out of of music audiences kind of happening where it's used to be all spotify we're like you know what? i'm yeah. putting every egg in this basket and yeah. that's kind of where i'm going yeah but uh i mean I, the, our apple numbers have been really good yep. um the i mean even as a, so as a listener because i'm again i'm a music nerd i love youtube music i think that is great i don't know if you ever listen to that and deezer is even better for sound quality mm. uh like i've kind of done i've i've done like a month of here and a month of there kind of to <laughs> check out check them out and I mean, I, I will, I will uh, not lie. And I definitely am bowed down to uh, Spotify just because of it's just because it. we have yeah. like a plan and I was like, all right, but those ones are really great. And, and I think that's what we were talking about before with like the distribution of things is that you're, you're selling yourself short if you're not pitching to get on like the Amazon playlist and the Deezer playlists and, um, Jesus, like the SoundCloud ones and stuff. Um, uh, I, I will say I will plead ignorance at title. I know nothing about title, title
1: either, no. Yeah, <laughs> me neither. Or, not sure. Which yeah. is still a thing, I guess. Yeah. But, but I mean, I don't feel like a lot of people use those as much. But I guess like, to, to answer your question a little more simply okay. is I feel like it's really good to be well-rounded in your approach to PR. Um, a well-rounded approach plus proper marketing, I think, is your best bet across the board because... You can have a good PR campaign and, you know, get good write-ups and get good playlists and things like that. But if you actually don't share them to your social media, mm. then nobody knows. So your fans don't know. So it, the marketing is also really handy. It's good to have good content. So um, a lot of people ignore that. And I'm always like, please post to your social media. You have yeah. to do that. I'll do it for you. you know? <laughs> and I'm but big... it's important. I mean, you know that yeah. you're good on your social media and it's, it's not always easy or fun, but it's, it's how it goes now.
0: Well, it's kind yeah. of the thing too. I mean, it's like, you're not, I don't know. Some people, I guess, feel a little embarrassed by like you're showing off, but it's kind of what you, that's what you're, you're going you have for. To. You're, you're like, yeah. you gotta post that on your stories. And yeah, yeah. Like if, you gotta be your own hype man, right? Like, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And it's because exactly.
1: you gotta, you gotta think also that like a lot of the people that are watching your stories and watching your posts, um, you might feel a little embarrassed maybe to other musicians, who are doing the same thing right and they're like oh you're just posting all your stuff you're bragging but to anyone who's just a fan or even friends and family members when they see that all these like people writing about you or adding you to playlists they're like wow things are really going good for you like th- that's what i'm experiencing right now after putting out our single because that's my first single ever right so i have friends and family and, and people that i haven't spoken to in a long time that are like wow you're really getting a lot of coverage on this and i'm like oh am i i Okay, sure. <laughs> but to them, it seems like a big deal. And that's what makes them pay attention. Yep, right? There's exactly. people that are like, okay, you're getting written up a lot. So yeah. I'm going to go listen I to this stuff. This yeah. And that's how you get likes on your Facebook and likes on your Instagram and followers and mm-hmm. listeners because they're like, Oh, there's something here because other people are writing about you. So mm-hmm. I should check this out. Yep. Because yeah. everyone has passive fans on their social media. You have Facebook fans that have never interacted with anything or ever given a crap. But they might, if they see that there's something to give a crap about, you know, Yeah. if they think other people are into it, then they're more likely to give it a listen and give it a watch.
0: Yeah. It's a really, it's a, yeah. Once you finish writing a song, it's not necessarily, all right, it's off to the mixers. And then the world will hear (laughs) you you really got to put your time in and sharing stuff. And, you know, even still, I'm still sharing um, stuff from the the campaign we did whenever that would have been like uh, maybe, you know, couple months ago, maybe a month ago yeah. or something, but it's time you know, is so
1: weird to me now. I, I don't even know. I, it's, just <laughs>
0: slipping. it's just slipping. <laughs> <laughs>
1: right. Right.
0: <laughs> but um, Nolan, you did say something about playlists. I wanted to ask you too. like, how would you go? I know, I know a bunch of things like, cause you know, so many things focus on Spotify just cause people, it's the craze and everybody, if you, if you have a platform that's online, it's like, Hey, we have Spotify playlist submissions, come hang out. Um, everybody's like down for it. Cause it's Spotify, but you're mentioning some stuff on Deezer and Amazon. I know Spotify has a Spotify for artists and you can actually submit to it through that. I don't know. i actually don't know if like, does Amazon have something like that and they do too.
2: Yeah. And so, and so does Deezer. Deezer's is called creators. um, But you, they have the same, basically the same, it's not as fun as uh, as Spotify. Like Spotify is kind of like, I, I mean, it's, it's made for, I don't know. I, I don't want to say simpletons, but like it really well, is like it's it's it's, it's, it's very yeah. user friendly, yeah. which is yeah. Like yeah. what makes Spotify so great anyway. Yeah, right? for sure, yeah, yeah. Um, they have one. I know uh, Amazon also has one. Like they go old school there for pitching to uh, Amazon. I think it's like um, where Spotify is. It's built in. You have to like upload a Google Doc and a bunch of other random stuff that like to pitch to them. Um, and Deezer's is also kind of complicated, but... Do we
1: have to send a SoundCloud link or something? Yeah,
2: which is weird because they already have it, right? Like, there's... Yeah, yeah Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, they're, like, the, it's, I find it very interesting, the process of, of going through these things. And even, um, Apple's, the Apple's is more frustrating because you can't pitch it anywhere, right? It's just, like, what happens. And I think that's, I know that's what I that's kind of what I was hoping for with swear word with like becoming like a with with Should becoming probably
1: mention swear word swear word records is
0: our so, indie yes. label that we started yeah yeah good yeah.
2: point <laughs> <I> <laughs> yeah. Him, that's an in-house not beep. Uh, yeah. in-house bloop so swear word records is like a thing where I I wanted to be I, I want to get to that point where you can where I can get into a room because uh, I don't know how to how to put it but like you find that some labels seem to get I want to say preferential treatment, I guess, sure, you know, like sure. oh, I was
1: going to say up their own asses. Well, they do.
2: Yes, they do. But like, it's, let's put it this way. Same. Like for, if you're putting on a record on alone, like you're going to get, you're going to get you're looked get at ed- harder. Playlists. Yeah. You're going to get looked at harder than, yeah. than, you know, Joe Schmo on, you know,
1: independent. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
2: on No, nothing record kind of thing. But yeah. Yeah. So I'm kind of like, that's, I'm trying to, trying to break into we're trying to break into that type thing where like yeah. we can at least get in get a a, a contact at, at spotify and contact at at these places that's it man yeah. yeah you know um and i think that's that's the hardest part and I, I mean you know we could get very cynical and be like well all these like spotify was propped up by the record labels anyway so it's you know they're basically just propping up their own money system but um i don't know that's for that's that's like our next challenge I think
1: yes is... we have many challenges <laughs> yeah <it. laughs>
2: yeah but I but I, I love that I love that kind of stuff and, and yeah. pitching it and, and like trying to get to as many people as you can
1: in case you can't tell we really like having projects and uh we we just keep piling them on yeah. yes. <laughs> <laughs> but it's good they're all under the same umbrella so it's fine
0: well and the cool thing Again, I mean music I don't know all the projects you have going on but at least from my perspective it's not like you know you 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 have all these things on the go and they're not just kind of these these incomplete projects there you know you've got the record label started up the, the pr has been going for a long time uh, you know you've been writing music for a long time so it's not like it's just these sort of like stop and go things it's cool to see them all mm-hmm. come to fruition
1: you made me feel better about
0: it thank you <laughs> well i'm sure you have stuff that you know you're, you're like i've got a bunch of tunes in my head all the time like shit i gotta finish oh, these songs but i've also no got idea. other ones that are basically done so it's like it is constant yeah i'm my own yeah. worst critic about a lot of things so i
1: you know. feel like that's the mark of like good musicians though right don't you have to be
0: yeah, I feel Maybe. like that's kind of good. You can't just be slapping songs on the table like yeah, like yeah. everything you put up <laughs> is gold,
1: gold, gold, gold. No, yeah.
0: I'm the, I'm that's still the, the guy. Awful I'm still the person yeah. to where like if I'm in a room full of people and one of my buddies has a song uh, playlist on or something, and one of my tunes come on. I'm like immediately you have please change this. I'm now yeah. I, yeah. you have to get it out of there. It's not like I don't know what that is, but it's like. Yeah,
2: yeah. Just it's called upward.
1: being humble yeah. i
2: i get yeah i get the same I, I definitely get the same where people put something on i'm like oh no nah, i'm crazy embarrassed or, yeah. or, or even like a, uh uh i've seen every once in a while I like a i like get a live video on on youtube of like me playing a solo song like every once in a while somebody would be like hey listen and, I'm, and i get very like flushed and i'm like oh turn this off please yeah. i just <laughs> i hate the sound of my own voice and i'm yeah like, i think it's like i think it's and i i think it's probably i don't know if it's with you but we both uh, we both complain about like imposter syndrome a lot of real times. we it's just like, syndrome. yeah, you're yeah. like, man, I'm 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 trash. This, so this it's
1: kind is of terrible. Like, like, we're putting out music, but we're not really musicians. Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, we have a music site, but we're not really music writers. So, yeah, yeah, you know?
0: oh yeah, totally. I totally. I think that kind of comes in waves a little bit to people who've been doing it long enough that you kind of like you, you get super confident about stuff, and then you just sort of like all of a sudden you're like, ah, oh, man, I, I hate everything, and then you got to not listen yeah. and not write. I, I think it's kind of important to take. Little breaks, um, especially like social media too. I find that can be pretty draining. Oh with God, always because yeah. and
1: the competition. Yeah, you feel like you're always having to do better than everybody else, and it's it's that it's so hard because yeah. it because anybody on social media can make it look like their music career is Ooh. amazing. Yeah. yeah, they can buy bots across. The, you can buy bots for literally everything, and I hate this. This is like the bane of my existence. <laughs>
0: yeah. You can buy
1: bots yeah. for all social media, all streaming links, plays follows likes everything can you you do
0: that for like a monthly listenership too you can can do for everything
1: like and and there are ways to tell i'm not going to give you tips right now because we know (laughs) we know you know there are people that you would be surprised that buy bots on everything and Hmm. it's it's frustrating because to some people they wouldn't know what to look for so you see all these crazy numbers and you think that You are underperforming in comparison, but the truth is they're underperforming so badly that they have to buy fans, whereas you're actually getting real ones. So it's sometimes good to, again, it comes down to authenticity. So, you know, whoever is actually following you is following you and liking your stuff because they genuinely do. And that in itself is its own success. So. You know, yeah, it's important to think of those kinds of things.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's like having your own victories. And, and it's like it's it is hard to maintain that confidence when, you know, literally in your face every day or in your pocket every day. There's this thing that just kind of reminds you about how many people there are. that are doing better at the thing that you love to do. And it's it's hard to kind of like brush that away and and stay confident and stay um you know, I don't know, sure about the things that you enjoy, not let that influence, like not, not be a, like a healthy influence. It's almost like a bully of an influence where it's like, yeah, yeah, for sure. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I remember, I remember uh, being like just starting music and there was this, I won't mention any names, but there's this one guy who he, he was playing too. And every one of my friends would come on and be like, have you seen his, he's got like 20,000 Instagram followers and and on Facebook, he's got like 15,000, but then you'd look at each post and it was like three likes. Too loud. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I oh like, yeah. A lot of that. yeah. So I was, yeah. knew he was up to some nonsense. And so anytime we yeah. should jam. I was like, get away from me. You're full of shit. <laughs> yeah. do you, That is a good response. Good answer. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yes.
1: Yeah. We yeah, we we do we even other sites that are music sites or whatever that um paint themselves as being a big deal but have literally zero, zero engagement, engagement yeah. at yeah. all. Like I, I don't I don't always care about traffic numbers. I care more about if people are actually reading Specific posts or, um, you know, if real people are liking our posts and things and I'm like, okay, so you're actually seeing this and you actually are following us. And then I'll see, I don't want to call them competitors, but other sites that nobody is liking anything, not even the band. And I think that's awful. But, you know, you make it like you're the hugest thing in the world. Yeah. It's, It's all... Everything is just fake.
0: That's kind of (laughs) cool. That's all it is. That's kind of cool to think about, too, just just in in terms of your perspective and the work that you would do for an artist where now I could feel confident that I'm not you're not just going to give me a bunch of hollow, um, you know, blog report, their blog ups and stuff that, you know, maybe they got a bunch of views, but nobody is just scrolling through. Nobody even looked at it versus, yeah. you know, you kind of build a relationship. What's the use
1: of that? Yeah, and then, yeah. And then, you know, the ones yeah. that
0: actually people will read it at. So it's kind of cool that like, that's a big part of a, you know, hiring some marketing is that you're, you're kind of skipping some steps and all the time it takes to make those connections and figure out those weird, like little scams and you know, that kind of crap. Yeah. Do
1: you mean me get your charger?
0: Nope. Sorry. 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 No, no. Good. good. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
2: No. And that's, uh, I think that's kind of the same way we felt about PR too. Like where we'll mention any names or anything like that, but there, there's a, there's a handful of PR companies that like I've worked with over the years that were like, all too happy to take your money and then be like all right man good luck uh you know i'm going to i'm going to fire off one one email to uh, a bunch of people and yeah. if nothing happens Just good for you good luck i don't know man <laughs> yeah you know Ge- no no after email yeah.
1: no follow up and also the i don't really trust any pr company that will take on any song and has no cap to how many campaigns they'll do at one time because how is that possible you know yeah. there's no one on one you know, interaction, there's no care put in it. There's, there's so much of that that happens and I cannot tell you, (laughs) I get, Mm. I have to go, I have to vent to Nolan just about every day about some of the people that are just, it's shady and I can't say anything about it, but you know, it, yeah. they have awful so, practices so and they just take money yes. and
0: be careful, yeah. who, you, be careful who,
2: you're, who you're giving your money to essentially yeah. is the yeah. thing yeah i
0: think yeah. it kind of plays out too where you know like i've actually almost worked with a pr company and somebody's reached out and been like hey man you if i give you a shout or, real quick and you know we'll talk on the phone for 10 minutes and they'll be like hey you can do whatever you want but here's what happened yeah. with me with this with this you know certain agency or whatever and then and then it's sort of like if you if you do that for too long it doesn't even take that long where you know want you work with one artist and they know a whole bunch of other people. And if you, if they hated yeah. working with you, then all of those people are going to know about it. Yeah.
1: hundred percent. Yeah. I yeah. mean, every, uh, m- but before this, and I guess I still have it, I, I ran a, a marketing agency where I do uh, marketing for small businesses. I kind of pivoted to PR, but my whole thing was, uh, the majority of my clients came to me by word of mouth and referrals Oh, okay, so nice. that to me, I was like, okay, that means I'm doing something right. Because if a client is happy and brings other people in, then, you know, that's yeah. the kind of business that you want. It's not just yeah. random names that picked you out of a hat and, yeah. you know, yeah. so I, that's kind of how I approach it's always most the things. They'll tell two
2: people and then they'll tell two yeah, people. And yeah. Say, oh.
1: Yeah. Referrals of anything are the way to go. And yeah. yeah. Other people's experiences are, are the ones you want to learn from. And that, especially in music, you yeah. know, because there's just so many people that are, shiesty and oh, want to yeah. take your money so and many take people advantage. just take your take oh your my, money. especially think, if you're a young talented yeah. person they want to just take advantage of you and every week yeah, every
0: week i'll get something an email it's just like a playlist i bet yeah and it's like or instagram was like hey hit us up we'll feature your video on our page it's like you just got to be so i don't know your hands up all the time you gotta be so ready for yeah. stuff yeah. coming left and right and you got to just hold your music so dearly almost but then also you want to like Promote the crap out of it, and I uh, put as much. Yeah, music it's a fine line. Can. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. it's kind of a weird world to navigate. Uh,
1: it really yeah. is. Yeah.
0: And again, it's like, it's like you like
2: it's like we said, even like I said with Christian, right? Where it's like a thing where like he didn't have to go above and beyond and write these, you know, give us these messages that were specifically to our song. He could have, he could have just done, you know, blah blah blah. And that's and that's why I think he's doing so well. I mean, aside from the work itself, but the fact that he cares yeah. is uh, you know, is telling. And I and i, I feel like I would I would look at for that with any. PR company, and I mean, if we didn't run one, you know, that's what I would be looking for now. Having having gone through it enough times, right? Like, you kind yeah. of know what to look for. Yeah, P- people yeah. who are going to go to bat for your
0: stuff, and you know, yeah, yeah, and yeah, like I, I think, like we were saying before, it's it, it's a bit of uh, it's a bit of you know give and take. Because you can, you just got to make sure you're starting off on the right foot. Like, if you're the songwriter, you got to make sure that you know is this something that I like, or am I trying to write this to just make it more popular or, you know, just, I don't know. And there's nothing to be said, you know, refining songs and making things better and maybe your course isn't popping hard enough and it should be, you know, bigger or whatever it is. Like there's definitely those adjustments and, um, you know, edits that you can make on things, but you just got to start from an honest place that you're excited about. And then I think the rest of it will kind of come a bit more, exciting to you as well because i don't know i feel like if i haven't put out, i put out i think northern lights was the only song i put out this year and last year i put out so many but and i was kind of kicking myself in the ass about it but it's like i also wrote a ton and i learned about a lot about production and you know building my own stuff instead of relying on other producers and going all over the place so that i could get a new guitar track or piano or something so yeah yeah you gotta i don't know just everybody has a different approach but you gotta sort of at least at least enjoy it or else you're gonna be just spending money on stuff that's you're just trying to reach oh, for a goal. You're yeah. never gonna get Oh yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's.
2: I was. I was. I was. I mean, similarly, I would say the same thing about. Uh, I really. I really got into vinyl a while a while back, a couple of years ago, and that's like its own black hole of like, <laughs> you know, because you it's always like, well, I can't hear the, this particular decibel, and I, I need a better <laughs> turntable, God damn it, like, yeah. you know what I mean? And really, there's no discernible difference, no. but there's, you know, part of your brain is like, I got to go deeper, I got to get into yeah, this. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: It's basically, it it's basically the same as recording, right? Yeah. And you said you guys recorded, um, you know, you didn't record the drums in your space, but you recorded a bunch of the, the other stuff in, in your space, like yeah,
1: yeah, everything else was in our basement. <laughs> that's
0: so awesome! It's so cool how much you can do from home with that stuff. Now it's probably why there's so much, you know, independent artists are putting out so many songs.
1: That's and exactly. And a lot right. of
0: them will like mix it themselves too, and that's pretty. Yeah. For me, I don't. Yeah, know. I
1: am finding like people are learning to mix and produce, and, and and kind of like you said that you're learning more things. That is more the norm now than it used to be. Mm-hmm. People would kind of just used to stay in their lanes like this is what I do and the rest I get other people to do. But people are realizing that anyone can learn and there's a lot more tools available to people that are doing this from home or their home studios, whatever you want to do. You don't always have to get a whole bunch of other people working on your song. And that's pretty cool. It's uh, it's definitely something that happened during covid. Yep. You know, yeah. people were stuck at home like I still want to make music. So, <laughs> yeah, a lot of people have basement studios now.
0: Yeah and uh guess i better learn how to use this program yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah i remember starting with GarageBand yeah. and working my way up to logic and then it was, yeah. yeah and then just being like holy crap this world is insane i mean if you were actually <laughs> a professional mixing engineer like this stuff and i don't know oh, it's man. it's pretty it's such a deep deep hole that you can go down like you could literally write songs with just an acoustic guitar and be so famous with just your voice and one acoustic yep. or you can yep. do stuff yeah. like um what's his name charlie pooth where he does all this production and it's like a big pop thing and yeah. It's, it's, it's crazy it's crazy what what what's out there and both of those things can be as popular as the other right there's some super super yep. popular just acoustic artists so yeah
2: yeah it's nuts man it's a weird world <laughs> it is
0: crazy one thing i do want to ask you though but um is that you guys have so much going on and i'm always curious at people's like scheduling and work ethic kind of thing like how do you keep <laughs> it all together do you have like a weekly routine or is there just something like how do you kind of manage everything
1: um well, I guess uh, so. For me, uh, from the straight and PR are my like my actual day job, my full time job. So, for me, this is what I do all day, every day, every weekend. I don't really take days off usually and uh nolan well he's got multiple jobs
2: <laughs> yeah so i'm i actually work with uh, the police i do um crisis calls uh so i am a crisis worker so i do i go out to 911 calls and uh you know for like suicide attempts or people in like mental health crises uh i'm a nurse as well um so it's kind of like my nine to five i guess but then he I, comes home and I put him to work. Well, it's funny because I, I even like, I find myself even when I'm. So I also work at uh, a detox as a nurse here in town, and I uh, a lot of times I'm like in my brain, I'm like it's nonstop because it's like half of it is half of it is focused on on working, working. The other one's like, oh yeah, okay, I should probably uh, pitch to this or or or, or you yeah. know what? I'll Also, like I will also say this is. is Find somebody you love, uh, much like I love this lady here, who's like, who will just run with like whatever crazy idea you come up with. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I definitely, have, I'm like a flight of ideas guy, where I'm like, all right, let's do this, and and she's very quickly be like, uh, yeah, okay, let's do yeah. that. I can make that happen. Not, but yeah, it. so right. he'll
1: he'll come up with an idea, and i like, okay, I'm going to do that now. So he has a thought, and I implement it, yeah. and that's pretty much our routine. Yes. But also, a lot of the time, like I said, we have a lot of projects, and there's so many that have not seen the light of day yet, because yep. we will literally just sit in the living room and be like, hey this would be pretty cool. That'd be a great idea. And we will like flesh out an entire new business (laughs) out of nowhere. And then like, okay, so how are we going to make this happen? Who's going to pay for this? But (laughs) needless to say, there are a lot of things in the back of our heads that we're just waiting to
2: (laughs) release into the world. All all we need now is a
0: benefactor.
1: Yeah. We We need, (laughs) we need a sugar daddy. Yeah. A sugar mama, whatever. We just need sugar. Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. that's pretty wild yeah, pretty the ideas
1: to stop like uh, yeah. trying to
0: get um i i can only imagine like some of the stuff that uh, you must witness and trying to like separate or, or sort of compartmentalize that away and then focus on a next project that must be tricky sometimes too sometimes i i've uh
2: i've had i'm i'm very much an advocate of like um uh grounding yourself and being able to to leave those, leave, leave some of those things at work. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I was a flight paramedic for many, many years and, uh, you very quickly learn how to, I don't want to say turn that off, but you're, you know, if you, if you let the effects of like those kind of jobs get to you without, uh, decompressing or without being able to bounce those off of, you know, somebody without having a sense of humor kind of thing, it'll, it'll eat you alive and that'll mm-hmm. become your entire world. And that's uh yeah sometimes that's it's really sad but that but then again that's music has always been like my outlet for that kind of stuff and that's yeah. uh you know i don't know i again it's i have like the adhd i don't know if, do you have an iphone or are you what, what kind of phone you have there yeah i got an iphone yeah so i so like like the the basically the notes like the recordings like i must have about a thousand and like (laughs) you know just undone music ideas that are ongoing you can scroll and scroll and scroll that's kind of that's kind of my therapy i think and uh that's what's great about uh working with kristen and hers is she just is like forever coming up with melodies and lyrics and
0: stuff like that which is just awesome (laughs) that is really cool
2: and yeah it's cool he does the
1: riffs i do the melodies and sometimes it works
2: yeah well no and it's great because (laughs) i i'm very much like um when I when I was writing like my solo stuff, I I'm such a procrastinator when it comes to lyrics. I will definitely do. I'll definitely be like a guy that'll.
1: He doesn't have lyrics when he goes into the studio. It's true, That's I write I write them I makeups. write
2: them there and live. They, I just kind of make them up. That's kind of sweet too.
1: It's yeah. insane. Yeah. To me.
2: Yeah, it's very. It would be very annoying to people in the band that would be like, "What are the words here?" And I'm like, "I don't know, man. I got
0: nothing yet." But you'll. I, of, I just have the melody and kind you know, of a couple lemma, of lemma. couple ideas. I'm gonna roll out. And that's it. Oh well, your lyrics. Yeah. It's not like you're just scatting over stuff. So I mean, you still yeah. have. You lyrics. should. That would be great. That's yeah. your next album. I, I won't lie. Sometimes I have done very much. Just <laughs> yeah, I'm true. just gonna <laughs> do syllables. And... Well, it's yeah. kind of important. Just yeah, it's kind of a good way to do it. And that way, you're not bound to something, and it just kind of flows through. I always like writing like that. A, a buddy of mine showed it to me where you'll just sort of you know record, let the let the music play, and then just maybe record three or four times in a row and just sing over top of it and just see what comes out of you without thinking too hard about it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I do it in
2: the car a lot of times. Yeah. I learned learned that. I won't say I learned it, learned it, but I know um, Michael Stipe did that from R.E.M. where he would have the music in his car and he'd just drive around, uh, I guess, L.A. and just come up with melodies and and lyrics. Him and uh, and Jeff Tweedy, who's like a big idol of mine I love to death, he kind of does the same thing where he just... Well, Jeff
1: Tweedy will sing a melody and just kind of have fake words in like in the in the yeah. that have the right amount of syllables and the right. sounds that he likes and then he goes back and puts real words in yeah, there. Plugs them in. So yeah. he's like none of his songs have any actual meaning it's just the words that kind of fit with the syllables and sounds he wanted. Yeah, Which right. I'm like I kind of love that so much I because yeah. some of his lyrics are just great and it's random whatever you yeah. know. Yeah.
0: So yeah, that'll be the next one. It's like Mad lips Yeah, it, it, exactly. It is
1: like Mad Libs. Yeah, yeah. It's always cool yeah. to hear
0: people's writing thing. I think I don't know if this is true for all of the things they do, but I heard once for the Black Keys, they they were talking about they just would go um into a studio and just start playing around and see what comes out instead of having like, all right, we're, well, I mean, you know, they're also the Black Keys, so they can just <laughs> go into studios and do that. But they would just be like, all right, let's just go in there and and we'll uh, we'll, we'll fire some stuff out. I mean, they always have bangers. They always have great things. Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. I always loved there's the I think it was I don't know if it's Kid A or Amnesiac, but Tom York was saying that he used to just uh he'd like cut out like one sentence or a couple of words and he put them in a hat and he'd pull them out of a hat and then put them together and that was the lyrics
1: i love that no yeah way. it's yeah, still,
2: cool. and like only time York could you know make it flow that that well and make it sound so brilliant where you're like yeah. god damn this is so deep and meanwhile it's just like
0: yeah. a
2: bunch of random shit that he threw he threw against the wall
0: that's pretty dope there's some people that do like the freestyle stuff i've seen where it's you know they do some like over like a hip-hop beat or something and like it's just unbelievable that it's not written, pre-written. You know, some people will just say, "All right, give me three words, and I'll, will freestyle." And they just sort of go off, and it's, it's insane.
1: Yeah. I do that. She does that. Yeah, that's
0: crazy. It's so cool. So people can just do. But that. I only
1: do it for Nolan. I will never do that in
0: public.
1: <laughs> it's embarrassing.
0: So that's not where we're ending the episode, then.
1: <laughs> I mean,
0: no, no. We'll no stay no. tuned for the slam poetry. You don't want literally. to lose all of your listeners. <laughs> Uh, well, sweet, guys. I really, really appreciate you jumping on the call. I mean, you also have your podcast, too, The Music Jerks, right?
1: And you're coming on it, right? I'd Let love to, yeah, whenever, two. whenever you do All season right.
0: two with that. Um, absolutely, okay. anytime. And, yeah, I'd love to just kind of come over there to St. Catharines and do it in person with you guys if we could. That yeah, man. Me. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, love that. Um, this is actually probably be easy for you guys. Usually I want to start asking people this, but it's I only ask for five songs that uh, you'd recommend, which I feel like that might be a little limiting. so
1: yeah it's um when i when i when you mentioned that you were gonna ask about five questions i was or five songs i was like oh man okay i was like what are some that i've just posted about wait a minute who are we working with right now i i (laughs) lost everything in my brain but we compiled five that i think are a good uh a good sort of snapshot of some things that we've been listening to lately um so the first one, because we've, we talked about Maddie before we started recording. We talked about Maddie during the podcast. Mm-hmm. So we might as well mention Maddie Leon's Back Road Medicine that just came out. Was it last week? Two weeks ago? Back yeah,
0: it was, it was, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So
1: Maddie Leon, always a good listen. Yeah. Uh, the it, next song, one.
0: That, sorry, his song Caught Up as well. That's one of my favorite too. Caught Up? Thank oh my you. God, yeah. Okay,
1: Caught Up is my favorite <laughs> Maddie Leon song. So I good. sing it constantly so- and I want him to re-release it. I want it to be like a proper single with all of the attention that it deserves because I know. it yeah. is my favorite. Yeah. I love that song. We'll
0: call so that 1.5. I change we'll my that answer? 5. <laughs> right. That'll be point yeah. .5. <laughs> yeah.
1: I love it. Yeah. I love it so much. Um, yeah. Our second one uh, is actually a, a Niagara artist. Um, I just finished up a, a campaign on his, on the album that he just released. Uh, it's the Cabaret Quicksand. And this song is actually called Finally Found the Cure. And it is so good, except, the weird thing about it is that it's an instrumental. And I don't usually listen to a lot of instrumentals, but as soon as we both heard this song, we were like, holy shit, this is such a great song. And we both wanted to put vocals down on it. Like oh. we were coming up with melodies and stuff, and it's like, oh
2: god damn it. It's Why do you so have to good. put it out already? Yeah. But yeah. So so, maybe, we, maybe we can be on the remix. Yeah. Craig if you're listening.
1: It's so good. It's so great. Um yeah. my other pick was uh Matthew Logan Vasquez, his song La Donna. I usually dance around while I clean the kitchen to this song because that's how cool I am. So, um, and you're gonna oh, going to keep going.
2: Yeah, so I was going to say Matthew Logan Velasquez is the, he's the singer for the Delta Spirit. um And he's so fantastic. Uh, he is in one of my favorite bands of all time, uh, called Middle Brother, which is, um, it's him and uh, John yeah, from Deer Tick. Yeah. And oh, okay. then the lead singer of um, blah, Daz. Daz. Oh, shit. no. Yeah, way. It is so good. It's like, it's like one of those one off superpower records that is yeah. so brilliant uh anyway the song is called middle brother the band is called middle brother it's just so good it. yeah that's pretty sick. Um, yeah. Cool. yeah and then i mean we could you could do full-on records if you wanted to go that way the asianabe record is really good Heart the collective that, is really
0: the asianabe one that just he yeah. just put that yeah. one out yeah yeah yeah
2: so I, I it's that's another one that i i i love like i'm i'm such a i'm such a sucker for like when when friends get like see their success going to happen i've known evan since uh oh my god we we lived in thunder bay together oh, cool. uh, a- a- a C- T- yeah um sorry i shouldn't shouldn't blow his real name oh. <laughs> it's ac a- uh yes but that one and then um yeah i like that record is good another thunder bay band actually honest our collective record yeah. is really good Yep, um, good life. oh my
0: god so good yeah it's funny um i i played with asnavia at the El elma not too okay. long ago, and yeah. it was the first time I'd ever met him, and, and whatever I liked his music. But, um, it was funny, I walked up, and he was just he was so he he, he was like telling me he was like, oh, I'm so tired, man, I'm exhausted. And then he got up on stage, and he it was just like so powerful. So it was just yeah. funny to see him during sound check, and he was like, ah, I was kind of you know, late night or something, he was just a little bit uh low key. Yeah. And then he gets up there, and it's just this like magnetic, electric energy from one guy with a guitar, and it was just like, I was like holy shit man this is amazing it's something that you, you can hear his music and it's great but seeing him live is, is yeah man else.
2: we uh i mean
0: again it'll be it's
2: uh i mean i'm sure, think it's, it's speaking out of turn because i've known him for so long but the first time i saw him play was at um I, like hosted an open mic at a pub that i worked at right. and he came on and i remember everybody in the room when his voice started was like holy shit yeah where did that voice come from <laughs> yeah yeah and then to see him, see him take off is is just awesome it's it's it's, it's lovely um yeah, yeah man that's uh and then I, I i think the last song that we would, we would probably recommend would be uh, the new scene by lonely little kinch
1: i've heard of them yeah, they yeah. seem cool yeah. they i seem... heard
2: they're pretty cool
0: people yeah, they, yeah i right. mean
1: the people themselves not so great but you know they're doing their best
0: <laughs> that's what we're all doing right eh?
1: <laughs> we're just we're just all doing our best that's the moral of the that's story it. we're this trying whole podcast just, everybody just do your best
0: just do it's your it. best life's hard try to make yourself proud
1: yeah exactly that's a good message to take away
0: so. um but yeah seriously guys chris nolan thank you so much for for doing this um i really appreciate it. i feel like we got to do another episode there's still so much i want to talk to you guys, <laughs> yeah we, <laughs> we
1: talk too much we too literally
0: yeah uh... <laughs> no no it's great i'm you know i'll bring over a couple of nice niagara beers and we'll do one in person together
1: perfect that's perfect
0: yeah you're invited anytime yeah guys thank you so much Yeah, hey, well i really appreciate you both you both do awesome things so but where can people what is the best way for people to kind of check out your stuff and everything that's going on
1: um from the com for all of our music news and interviews and podcasts and random whatever else we're feeling like that week uh as well as pr and marketing uh and lonely little kitch is the band and we're we don't have a website yet but uh nah, we're, we're all on, on the socials, socials lonely little kitch, everywhere yeah. you're, you're only gonna
2: find one that's us yeah that's true
1: that's true yeah lonely little kitch from the straight and uh ftspr and swear word records is on socials we don't have a website yet we haven't done much yet but uh things are coming things are things are warming up <laughs>
0: well, awesome i i really appreciate you both thank you so much you guys are awesome thanks man thanks, thanks for okay. having us Hope you enjoyed this episode with Chris and Nolan. Remember that you can reach out with any questions to my Instagram page at Hunter Sheridan Music, and I'll be back again in two weeks, just before Christmas, with the last episode of 2022.